the United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Good afternoon, y'all. I'm glad to be here. I got my producer extraordinaire. She's under the weather, so if she talks, she talks. If she don't, she don't. But she is in the building soldiering through the big deals that she got going on. So, Nancy, I love you. You want to talk to me? Yeah, absolutely. Don't I sound so, like, manly right now? So sexy. It is. It's allergy season. I was around a couple cats, a couple dogs. Mm. Did not do myself some good. But, hey, this is what I sound like now. Well, (laughs) it's the voice you have, and we're going to let you use it. Well, thank you. That's my girl right there. That's Nancy Drew. She's soldiering through, y'all. She is soldiering through. So... I wanted to start off today because, I mean, and I hate the fact that this is the third week in a row, but the Grim Reaper has been circling around me. And he decided to take away. Well, I ain't giving him credit, man. My God called one of my best friends home. And I hate saying friend because he was more than a friend to me. He was like my brother. This show was dedicated to the memory of Timothy John Bradley. You know, hey, I called him Diamond Jim Bradley because that's the name they put in the yearbook one year. Braden Jim. Who was Jim? <laughs> but he took it with a grain of salt. But, yeah, the uh, God has called him home. It happened early Wednesday morning, late Tuesday night, whatever you want to consider it. And, I'm well, of course, I'm not going to say what happened to him. If you want to know, you know, be, his wife has given me blessings and permission So you can inbox me and I'll tell you. But the big picture is that he is gone. A lot of people are hitting me like, what? I mean, I've been getting inbox messages from people who Tim probably haven't talked to in years. But he he was loved. You know, and this 2020 man, ball it up, throw it away from the time it started. And I started this show late January. And it's been something ever since. I mean, we lost Kobe Bryant and his daughter. We have been dealing with this evil pandemic. It is awful. And I do believe that COVID-19 does exist. And a lot lot of people, you know, they've went on tirades. It's a magical thing. It doesn't agree. I mean, Donald Trump, he knew about this in December to keep the American people's angst down. He didn't say anything. Then once it came in March and they shut stuff down and we've been wearing masks and we're socially distant. But the one consistent was I would talk to Tim every day. And there were times when I didn't see Tim a lot, but that was my computer guy. And I almost picked up the phone and dialed him. You know, I was having issues with my computer at home. I do this news reporting and I was trying to get my computer to work. And my first thing is let me call Tim because Tim was a computer guy. He was IT. He was incredible with this stuff. And the funny thing is, you see a person when they're growing up and they're they're kind of taking form and taking shape. Man, I had a camcorder in my hand when it was the big camera and you put it on your shoulder. My mother took pictures of me with that thing. Tim had a soldering kit. (laughs) We were little kids and Tim would solder. You know, we used to beat those controllers up, man. Every controller he had, he used to use a Commodore 64 
Load start comma eight comma one. You know, Tim will let you go ahead and put the code in while he ran downstairs, get something to eat, went to the bathroom or whatever. But he was, you saw the form taking shape. And he went back to school. He got certifications and degrees. And this is what he did. He loved doing this stuff. So when I got in a situation, I mean, I'm trying to do some things. Look, it is what it is. I want to launch my own radio station. And he definitely was going to be an integral part of that because he told me everything I needed to know about computers. Tim would teach me about cars. I mean, if I had an issue with my car, I would call Tim first. It is impossible that he is not here for me to pick up the phone and call. We all were just talking. I mean, we do a group chat. Me, him, my man, Russell Powell, Russell. Okay. Y'all may know him as Russell. His dad was named Russell. He named all his boys Russell. I would call them the brothers Russell. But... Of course, he got to put a little flair on it. He was Russell. And his grandmother called him Selly. And we know him, Kiwan, Terrence Stone. We were inseparable. We just recently stood up at Tim's wedding. It wasn't even good two years ago. We were all standing up. I mean, I always make this joke. I got booed at his, his wedding. And I did. I don't care what nobody say. They booed me. But, I mean, hey, I was talking about Tim's time as a proud lineman for the Simeon Wolverines and I was in a room full of Dunbar Mighty Men and women they'd let me have it <laughs> and I don't see it any other way you know I just recently went over to his wife's house his wife's parents house she let me have it and I don't expect it any way less you know and it wasn't nothing personal nothing to hurt me but Tim was one of those who would give you the truth and he married somebody who would give you the truth so I would take the truth I mean, I think I'm the greatest. And Tim was one of my biggest fans. He thought I was the greatest, too. But when I would get a little bit outside of my box, he would pull me in. And it made sense. Anytime I got into trouble, Tim was there. Anytime I did stuff, Tim was there. Tim ain't there no more. So I don't know how many other things to say about him other than the man was incredible. And he was one that I thought would be here until the end of time, until my end of days. You know, we was going to be old men, and I made a joke on my pre-show fist fight where I'm like, coming to the mic next, first time to the mic tonight. You know, I'm going to be old man. And Tim would be right there, man, why is your old ass still doing karaoke? <laughs> I don't expect anything less. So this, this show is in the memory of Tim Bradley. Man, I love you. And, I, and at least, if nothing else, I know he knew I loved him. And I don't mind telling you I love you. I mean, it's easier to say I love you today than it is. I take that back. It's harder to say I love you than it is to tell people I hate you. It's real easy. They just say I hate you and it rolls off the tongue. You know, you got haters and people on the Internet. They mad and they fussing. Man, I hate you. I hate, I hate Donald Trump. I hate this. I hate, I hate, I hate. Why is it so hard to say I love you? Well, he's physically not here, but he knew I loved him. And anybody who deals with me, they know once you're in, I love you. Even when you're mad at me, and I ain't perfect. I do stuff. People do stuff. But I don't have a problem. I don't care. You know, dudes, no homo. I don't care, man. If you want to call me homo because I said I love you, so what? It is what it is. And when it comes from my mouth and it comes from me, I do love you. And I loved him. So I'm going to try to do this show as best I can. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news all the time, but the Grim Reaper is circling. And he has been busy for the past two years. He's been busy. 
He's bringing people home that I thought would be here when I'm an old man. Well, one day, I'll see Tim again. And I'll see Rod Walker again. I'll see my cousin Darrell McAfee Parks again. Poof. I'll see Corey Gold. I'll see my worshipful master again. I'll see all these people. I'll see my daddy again. And we all are going to see our lost loved ones when we open those gates. I just hope that when my time comes, Tim is there to open the gates with both my nephews and my dad and my grandmother and whoever else is supposed to be there. I mean, I know I got to stand in front of St. Peter and he's going to tell me about the stuff I did. <laughs> Ooh, buddy, he's going to really tell me. But I know I haven't lived a perfect life. To err is to be human. To be human is to be divine. And I know I'm divine. And everybody that's the sound of my voice is touching. They are divine because they just are. So, rest well, brother. I'm going to try to get through the show. It ain't easy, but I'm going to do my best, and that's all I got. And if I don't make it through, it ain't no if I don't. Tim would have wanted me to finish this show. So, All right. The White Sox, y'all, they got a new coach. They got a new old coach. Tony La Russa has been confirmed as the coach of the Chicago White Sox. And a lot of people are mad about it. Really? Really? Why? I mean, I'm a diehard Cub fan. I live on the South Side, born and bred in the heart of the ghetto. I mean, 79th of Cottage Grove. But I love me some Cubs, but I did not hate the White Sox. And them choosing Tony La Russa, I mean, they got this old man coaching them. Who was the ones, who says we're old? Who is it that says that he's old, 76, is too old to coach a team? Call me 877-711-5611 if you think 76 is too old. I'm going to tell you something. It's not. I don't believe 76 is old. We got two men fighting over president of the United States, and both of them into their 70s, well into their 70s. Man, if I can be 70, because it ain't no guarantee. We got people that are leaving us that are never coming back, that have been here, and you expect to see them when you're an old man. You want to see people go gray. You know, I be on the air fussing about my little gray hairs, and I know y'all want to see me go bald. I, I want to see me go bald, because it's going to happen. You know, my dad, he didn't have a lot of baldingness to him. But when it happened, it happened. My dad passed at 61. That's not old, man. Old Abraham was old, okay? He was Abram and then went to Abraham. People used to live over 100 years back in the day. We still should be living over 100 years. And, I, man, if I do 100, that's great. I hope I can do more than 45. So with Tony La Russa getting a job, man, I'm not mad at Tony La Russa. You know, they all, he's bilingual. That's a good thing. Dude, he's here. I'm glad he's here. And I want to see him get to the World Series. What state are we covering? Stay with me, y'all. It's the Daring America Show, the United States Champion of Justice. This is one of Tim's favorite songs. If you rode in that Omni, you better believe he played this. Let's go. Yes. Good afternoon. This is the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. 
That's right. Y'all bouncing, bounce your heads, man. That's the deep cover soundtrack. When Snoop first hit the scene, y'all, we didn't know what Snoop was. And then Snoop ended up being a beast in the game. We had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Young Snoop and then Dr. Dre, that was a great combination. And you better believe Tim used to bump that through them, them pop speakers of that Omni, man. If you didn't ride in that Omni, you didn't know Tim. No, I'm kidding, man. You probably knew him. But that brother used to ride that Omni. And we would sit back there and we'd be bouncing and beating. Man. <clears throat> so, why are why is Chicago sports such a hard town? I mean, the, the radio stations. I'm sitting there listening, and definitely Tim would be one listening to the sports talking heads. Y'all, ain't nothing wrong with Tony La Russa. You know, the White Sox fans, oh, we don't need Tony La Russa. We, we should have got the dude that the Lions got. Lions, look at me. I'm just all over the place. The Tigers, you know, Detroit Lions are the football team. Detroit Tigers are the baseball team. And the basketball team is the Pistons. <laughs> but the Tigers hired A.J. Hinch. And if you don't know who A.J. Hinch is, he was known, you know, he was the Astros manager, and they won the World Series, and they were cheating. I mean, hey, they had a system where they would bang on the garbage can, and they that would be like bang one for a fastball, bang two for a curve, bang three for a slider, and them dudes end up winning the World Series. But y'all remember who swept them out the World Series in 05, right? They didn't start all this madness until the White Sox banged them. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting my slang on, my talk on. A.J. Hinch, he went to manage the Astros, and then they found out that the Astros were cheating. Y'all don't think Tony La Russa cheated. <laughs> Black Jack McDowell went live and talked about it on the air and said Tony La Russa had a system set up in old Comiskey Park. And if you're from Chicago, you know they, didn't, they can call it whatever to sell. They can call it guaranteed rate. It is Comiskey Park. That's what I know it as, and that's what I'm going to call it as. I don't care who takes over the naming rights, but that's just Jerry being the businessman that he is. He's going to let you name it. If you got enough money, you can name Guaranteed Rate Field. But us as Chicagoans, we call it Comiskey. It's like calling the Sears Tower the Sears. It's not even the Sears. It ain't been the Sears Tower for years. We call it the Sears Tower. It's the Wells. Is it Wells? I don't know. I don't even pay. It's the Sears Tower. So... But why are everybody mad that they didn't go and get all the talking heads on sports radio? They should have got A.J. Hinch. They could have got a younger man. Y'all think 76 is too old to do stuff? Who says that when you turn 76 years old, you have to stop working? I refuse to hear that. I mean, I'm going to retire one day, yeah. But if I want to work, I work. And I know my kids are going to be like, Dad, you need to sit your old tail down. Look, Americans, pay attention. We have leaders, people who are trying to lead the free world that are in their 70s. 70 ain't old. Tony La Russa can still manage. And he can put a team of men around him because it's, who cares about the manager? Manager is just the person. He don't play no more. And you got to be happy at the fact that he's not playing anymore. He's not trying to go out on the field. I mean, David Ross may sneak every now and again and be wanting that, I wish I could still play. And David Ross has been out of the game for a few years now. But he's still in his 40s. And he can play. Tom Brady, man, I love every time Tom Brady dropped back to throw a pass. And his passes, no, he ain't throwing them hard, but he got so much touch. You know, go make the play, receiver. I like the fact that these old men are running because that means I can still do what I do. I'm in radio, y'all. How many people lose a radio job? How many people have been in radio? 
They've been in radio for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. I mean, crazy Howard McGee, how long was he off the air before he came back to the air? And guess what? We gave him a second chance and a third chance. I hope Howard is in a different place. And he is. You, if you look at him on the air, man, he's phenomenal. He's flawless. He's doing his thing. And he's only doing two days a week. So, yeah, people don't give up radio jobs. So I'm 45 years old. And I love being at WCGO. WCGO don't pay all the money. They don't. <laughs> I mean, Nancy is a producer. She can tell you. We ain't going to tell you how much we make. But you better believe we're doing this for the love of the game. We're doing that. I can hear Nancy moaning through. <laughs> she ain't even got a mic on. Preach. Come on now. <laughs> Preach. Come on, Nancy. We don't make a lot of money doing this. No, no. You got to love it. Yeah, you have to love this. So we're going to be here. So if Tony La Russa can coach the White Sox at 76 years old, and I hope he puts in four years, five years, six years, 20 years, I hope he can do it. I just hope he loses to my Cubs. That's how I feel about it. Cubs finna blow their team up anyway. So we got one, y'all. We've seen it during our lifetime. So it is what it is. A lot of people be like, man, you just such a protagonist when it comes to that. I'm a realist. And <laughs> really, the Cubs had their chat. The window was open. I think it's closing. I think Theo was about to go somewhere else. You know, he's still a young man. I don't even know if Theo was in his 40s or he's just approaching his 40s. Stop saying that 76 is old. Stop saying old, period. And I had to get myself in that habit. Stop thinking that everything is old, man. You're not old. You are as old as you feel. You know, my mother is 78 years old. Woman is sharp. She can't do the things she used to do when she was 20 and 30, but she's, she's older. If she wanted to come out of retirement and be the infection control specialist that she was, she'll read up on it and she'll catch it and she'll get to it. Sure, there's a younger person better. I think... But as far as the knowledge my mom got, I mean, hey, the knowledge that Donald Trump got, that Joe Biden has, let them people be old and do what they do until they can't do it no more. How do you feel about old folks running everything? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. <laughs> One of my people chimed in. It was like the Willis Towers. I said Wells. Well, I shouldn't be calling it that. It's the Sears Tower. So what's up with this? No, let me go back. Why don't Chicago take chances? That's a good question. And I want to see Chicago take I'm glad the Sox are taking a chance. The Bulls have taken a chance, y'all. They got Billy Donovan as the coach. And he's a younger man. And everybody's Billy Donovan can develop. So you're telling me that Lenny Wilkins couldn't develop players? And Lenny's old. I don't, I mean, I'm just throwing names out. I don't anticipate Lenny Wilkins coming back. Doug Collins is old. I don't know if Doug Collins is coming back. Get off that age thing. But take some chances. You got the risk, man. Risk management. And I like the fact that Chicago is starting to take chances, including Billy Donovan as the Bulls head coach. So what state are we covering? We're, we're going to do the state of memories. That's where I'm going today, y'all. United States Champion of Justice, Fixing America's Issues, one state at a time. This is G-Thang, Snoop and Dre, one of Tim's favorites, y'all. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. 
You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Yes, the Darian America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We are covering the state of memories, y'all. Yes, and that was Dr. Dre and Snoop G-Thang, man. I remember sitting in that Omni many a day and Tim popping that thing through the pops. He was bumping them through the pops. Mm, okay. Recovering the state of memories. You know, I look at Facebook a lot. We do a lot of social media. I mean, this show right now is on social media. And if you know me, you know I'm forever taking selfies. You know, and I, I don't smile. That's because, mm, y'all see it, my grill is jacked up. Thanks, Mike Flemings. Let <laughs> me stop doing that. Mike, like, man, we just stop Mike is all good. I mean, hey, I can always put the money together and fix my grill. So, and I'm going to do it. But memories, memories are what we need, man. Memories are okay. Take as many pictures as you want. The reason that I do this, I said this on my pre-show fist fight, is I want to be immortal. Is that a word? Immortal? Immortal, not ear, not E-A-R, immortal. <laughs> I want to be immortal. You know, I want my grandkids and great-grands and great-great-grands and anybody who has any memories of me to be able to go and look at my Facebook page and they can click on any of my multiple videos. <laughs> I want you to have that time with me. You know, even if I don't see you, that means something to me. It means the world to me. And we need to do better with our memories. Don't be scared to attack them. You know, Mike Dicker says the past is for cowards and lures. losers. Cowards and losers. Why well, I can't talk today. Mike Dicker says that the past is for cowards and lures. losers. <laughs> I'm not going to say that anymore because I'm just tongue-tied. And Mike Dicker then said a few things that we don't particularly care for. But you can remember the Super Bowl shuffle. That's a great memory. I remember being 10 years old and we would run to the McDonald's, you know, where McDonald's would have the scratch off at the bottom and they would let you, if the Bears win, you can get this. If the Bears lose, that's one year where McDonald's paid out a lot of money because the Bears only lost one game and that was to the Miami Dolphins, which they should not have lost. And we should have played the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. But the Patriots end up taking the Dolphins out and we put a beat down on the Patriots, the pre-Tom Brady Patriots. I mean, this was... <laughs> We dogged them boys. I mean, Walter Payton didn't score a touchdown, you know, and a lot of us didn't like it, but the Bears team was rolling so good. Mike Dicker was just pointing and everything was working. And Buddy Ryan was sending defense in. I mean, Richard Dent was a monster. He won the MVP of that Super Bowl. A lot of people don't remember that. The Bears had scored over 40 points and Richard Dent was the MVP. That's a, that's a wonderful memory because in my lifetime, I saw the Bears win a Super Bowl. They probably won't win another one. Hello, Bears. Mr. Bisky. <laughs> but it's okay to remember those things. How do you feel about memories? Call me, 877-711-5611. Tell me your favorite memory. You can leave it on my Facebook page. Darian D. Silk Sims, Darian America, one, you know, whatever. I like memories. You know, and I, I worry about my children sometimes because they don't do a lot of reminiscing. I mean, this may be the millennial thing, but why millennials don't reminisce? I guess because they're in the culture of they were the ones born in social media, so they do everything on social media. That's okay. I appreciate that. You know, I would love the fact, I, I mean, it, it kills me when I see my daughter, and she's so smart now and so beautiful. She be putting up her little post and saying her stuff, and she's still respectful. And I'm like, wow. 
you know, my son, he doesn't use this form of social media. He'll use it, but he's not on Facebook and everything. So I appreciate the fact that they go through and they'll remember things. That's why I always wanted to do things. I, I mean, I never had a chance to take them to Disney World. Their mom took them to Disney World, but they went. I've never been. You know, I hate the fact that I haven't gone. And now with COVID-19, it's really showing us what we should do. What are you all going to do about the vote? A lot of people say they voted early. I ain't voting early, man. I'm, I refuse to vote early. How are you voting? Call me, 877-711-5611 if you want to share your vote. Well, don't tell me who you I don't care who you voted for. These guys, they're old men and they're fighting over the country. But I will say this, and I'm going to say it out loud, and I want to say this, and I'm looking right at the camera. I ain't even looking at my camera. Donald Trump, if you lose, bow out gracefully. Bow out gracefully. Don't sit there and talk, to, oh, the vote must be rigged. The, the people are doing this and that. No, man. If you lose and you're blown out, call Joe Biden and concede. A lot of people are like, Trump ain't conceding. He ain't going to never concede. It's going to be a war. Trump going to do this. Look, and this is just me talking. I'm a talking head at this point. I don't think Donald Trump is going to do everything that you all think. If he loses, he can say that the, the vote from mail-in ballots have cost him and what more people are doing. No. Trump is a proud, he's a prideful man. He's proud. I don't think Donald Trump is going to sit back and fight the United States if he loses. And I think he's going to lose. He has not been a good president. I think Mike Pence would have been a better president. I'm not a fan of Mike Pence. I'm not a Republican. I, I've said this out loud. They, they called me on the carpet. One of my peers at the station handed dandy and they awesome. Yeah, shout out to him. But he called me to the carpet. He said, I think you're a Democrat. Well, most Democrats are poor. <laughs> I'm poor. But ultimately, I do agree with Joe Biden's form of politics. And don't think Joe Biden has been perfect. We'll never have the perfect president. Every president that we've had, one through 45, they found something wrong with. That's memories. Because those guys, they went back and they did stuff. I mean, come on. If you don't think JFK got down with Marilyn Monroe, and I'm saying it out loud. JFK hit Marilyn Monroe, y'all. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this. But he did. And he had Jackie Onassis. And she was the first lady when they murdered him. I hate saying assassination. It's like assassination kind of softens the blow. No, he was murdered. Even though that was before our time. I mean, we didn't have the opportunity to see him alive, MLK, Malcolm X. That's when they were murdering people. Yeah, they don't do that too much today. I'm so glad Barack got through his eight years. And I don't want nothing to happen to Barack. I don't want nothing to happen to anybody. But our presidents need to be here until they can't. Jimmy Carter's still here. You know that, did you? Hmm. I like that. You know, the second George Bush is still here. The first George, he made his transition. Good memories. I remember when George got sick at that dinner with the Chinese, and he threw up all over the place. And Saturday Night Live, Dana Carvey was definitely making fun of it, man. We was all talking smack. That's a memory. And we'll never forget that. And that's on video. So you can go on YouTube, I'm sure, and find George Bush, the first one, throwing up. He got sick. <laughs> but at the end of the day, whomever has been in the presidential seat, and we can all sit back and talk. That's why I like talking about LeBron James a lot. He ain't the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of this time. And I still kind of, 
Hmm, not that either. Because Kobe. Ooh, <coughs> I'm choking. <coughs> ooh, I'm choking, y'all. Hmm. Yeah, Nancy Drew hit me with the, uh, the mute button. Appreciate you. You know why I'm choking up. But LeBron, he's great. I'll never win a championship. I say that a lot. I don't care who the White Sox put as their manager. I won't be in the dugout. I'll be sitting at home. Unfortunately, we'll all be sitting home until they let us outside during this COVID. I want this to end. And I don't think that Donald Trump is the president to end it. I think Joe Biden is the one that can make sure that we end things. He's a real, he's a lifer. He's a politician. That's what we need in the, the, the office right now. We've seen what it is to have a businessman there. Not good. We need politicians. And if you're going to be a businessman, I mean, Willie Wilson commercials keep hopping up. And I'm like, Willie's not a bad guy. He's not. I mean, I haven't to meet him before. He's not a bad guy, but I hate hearing Willie Wilson talk. If you like hearing Willie Wilson talk, give me a call at 877-711-5611. He's not the one to lead us either. Lori Lightfoot is leading us. Mm, I don't know. I'm not going to diss Lori. I mean, one of my peers, you know, one of my frat brothers got kicked off the air for dissing Lori Lightfoot every day. They told him to stop it. Really? Don't censor me, man. I mean, I, I told a line, but I get right to it and I won't cross it. Do not censor me. And they censored him. But keep the memories going, y'all. Memories are the fabric of the future. And I want, you know, this is something that I want to say out loud, too. Stop looking for reanimation and trying to do the time machine. I hope that people, our scientists, aren't really wasting time to do the time machine. It's a nice thought, man. But I don't want to talk to myself in the past. I mean, hey, I had to learn. And if I were to go back to talk to myself in the past, I'm not going to listen. You know, young me is not going to listen to Stranger Danger. Who is you? Young me is going to take off running. That's because young me was raised right. I'm not going to look at an older me and be like, man, you should. And I don't care if 80-year-old me came back to talk to me now. Man, don't do this show, man. Get your eye beating. I ain't going to beat me up. <laughs> but... If he get to telling me stuff that only I should know, ooh, ooh, okay, I'm going to ask you for that. <laughs> but I don't want to travel in the, into the future. I want to learn from my mistakes. And as my present rolls, I hope I get better. That's what I want. And that's what I want for you. We all make mistakes, man. There's no, even Jesus Christ, and I love Jesus. He made his mistakes. He trusted them disciples at the Last Supper. <laughs> and Judas turned on him. Yeah. Read the book. I mean, I'm not book savvy, but I know that story. I want Christ to be around. I want us to be around. Make good memories. Take pictures. Take selfies. So what people are watching? I don't care. The Chronicles of the Americanite is coming up. The Daring America Show, the United States Champion of Justice. This joint here definitely reminds me of Tim. Let's go.
daring America show the United States champion of justice fixing America's issues one state at a time. We've been talking about memories, man, and I'm paying tribute to my lost brother, Tim Bradley. I used to call him Diamond Jim Bradley, and he knew exactly what that meant. He'd be like, Dusty Sims. Man, come on. Come on, man. Come on. I can't believe he's gone. But that was one of his favorite joints, man. Real quick story, man. I remember us driving down. I might have talked about it in my pre-show fist fight, or I even I bought it up here. I don't care if you've heard it. You're going to hear it again. Uh, we was driving down 79th in my Honda Passport. The sounds was bumping. I had, I had beats in my passport. And we was bumping to that song. And as we was riding down the street, bounce, bounce, man, get up on that. And we was doing our thing. And Tim looked over. And I happened to look over. And it was a girl that just started doing her thing, man. She started rolling and dropping it like it was hot. And my man, Tim, was like, uh, bruh, you might need to hit the block. And before he could even say it, I'm like, I'm already on it, dog. I hit the <laughs> bounce beat in my sound, turned the sounds up. She was gone. So... <laughs> <laughs> but that was our joint, man. Anytime that song come on, we be like, man. So, yeah, that's 8-Ball and MJG. Make sure y'all listen to that today. Chronicles of the American Night, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Nancy, I know you back there suffering, man, and I love your input. Uh, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, well, you're going to talk. So <laughs> It sounds worse than it is. Good, <laughs> good. I need my Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Oh, I man. need you too. All right. So, First Chronicle, Dear Darian, I'm so sick of Chicago. Mm. <laughs> I am strongly debating leaving the state of Illinois. I have two questions for you. Number one, where do you think a good place is to relocate to? And number two, would you ever leave Illinois? Well, Nancy Drew, mm. take them questions, man, before yes. I put my two cents. What you got? Yes. Mm. I, I'm looking forward to leaving Illinois, actually. Wow. Um, as soon as my husband can retire, we're out of here. Um, <laughs> to answer your question, though, it, it really depends what you're looking for as mm -hmm. far as what a good place is to relocate. I mean, I want to be by water. Mm. I want to be somewhere warm. Mm. But I don't want somewhere hot and mm. muggy. Mm. And I do want a change of scenery and mm. weather. Um, but I don't want snow mm. so it really depends um i i really can't answer that and but yes i will leave illinois and i'd leave illinois yesterday if i could <laughs> well that's nancy drew right yeah. there she read the gold man she's as soon as hubby retire and watch hubby hit the lottery tomorrow like we retire we go <laughs> yep bye darius hey shuggy duggy <laughs> quack quack you won't be the first and you ain't gonna be the last because i'm gonna leave eventually so uh. i'm just saying maybe 20 30 years from now you know well Man, that's a great question. What do you think is a good place to relocate? I actually asked this question recently, and I was saying if there anywhere historically African-American that's a small town that, you know, I would, and that's really where I was asking for because I was kind of looking. I mean, you're not, and let me say this. I don't hate anybody. I am accustomed to being around African-Americans. That's where I went to school. That's where I, I mean, I worked. I mean, hell, I worked at Target on 86th and Cottage. I was the first loss prevention agent they had. So, yeah, I, I want to be around my people. Well, the same color as me, but I don't hate anybody. I'm not mad at white people. I'm not mad at Mexican people. I'm not mad at Chinese people. Kind of upset with the Chinese that are in China if they let this COVID on this world. But I can't prove it. So, no, I'm not mad at them. And I'm not even mad at the Latinos who were responsible for the death of my oldest nephew. And they, they were responsible. There were some men in this Latino gang, and they used a young boy to shoot him. So, yeah, 
I'm upset with that. And I live on the worst block in America, I believe. Where the good, a good place to go, you know, Nancy says she want to go by water. I want to go where it's not cold either. I mean, I done done enough of this time in Chicago with this snow, but I know snow. I know how to handle snow. I don't know how to handle earthquakes. Uh, I don't know how to handle these hurricanes, Hurricane Zeta, Z5. <laughs> Hurricane Zeta is tearing up New Orleans. If you're still in New Orleans by now, you're crazy. You need to go above the border and just get away from New Orleans. But I want to go where I'm happy. People are shooting everywhere. People die all over the United States of America. So, yeah, more people are getting shot on my street. I mean, sitting in for Cottage Grove, I'm sure that they didn't put down a lot of people. But I don't want to go and then be trying to state hop. And, I don't like it here. Let me go here. I don't like it. Let me go here. Wherever I leave to, that's where I'm at. And then I'll come back to Chicago. And if they want to bury me in Chicago or they want to burn me up in Chicago and spread me through the masses, I mean, I want it to be spread in left field of my old stadium. Well, my old park. But now it's turning into the Barack Obama library. So that ain't going to happen. All right. Let's go on to number two. Number two. <laughs> Nancy, I know you're tired of these sex questions, man. So, but I was dreading this one. Yeah, well, don't, man. Sex <laughs> sales. <laughs> Dear Darian, I keep seeing these posts of polygamy popping up all over social media. I actually feel like that I'm leaning towards it. I could actually see myself taking care of two ladies. So, you know, this is a man. <laughs> I can see myself taking care of two ladies as long as they take care of me. Am I crazy for considering this because I actually have the chance to practice it? Oh. <laughs> Nancy Drew, come on, man. <laughs> you, I, listen, I don't know who this is, mm. but you know you can't handle one, oh my. let alone two. Wow. Oh, my word. Wow. I mean, really handle two hmm. fully hmm. capable? Mm. Hmm. No. No, don't <laughs> practice it. It's a bad idea. Do not do it. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Mm. Just run. Mm. Come no. on, come on, Nancy. No, no, man, Nancy not a says, good idea. She said no, not a good idea. She don't care. New. No. no, that is not how it was created. That's not <laughs> the intention. It, it no, run. Mm. See, we gonna come back to this topic. I'm gonna take a swig. Mm. Uh huh. Now, come on, Darian. Uh, well, do not encourage this. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> come on, Darian. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this out loud. I add my two cents. You did ask me. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of polygamy posts popping up on social media also. And I'll say this: it's probably not a good idea in North America. Because, you know, and I researched this, and don't ask me why I looked into this, but the reason why polygamy was even started was the men were trying to start their own tribes and villages. And they wanted to have many, 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 many children to tend the land, tend the, the farm. That's what they were wanting. And if you look in the book, the good book will show you places where men have had concubines, men have had many wives. My favorite book is the book of Job. And Job, he lost everything from the devil touching him. And then God made him whole again, and he gave him double. Double, one of those things were double of the wives. Look. I don't think you should do it. It's hard enough to handle one woman. If you have a woman that's a swinger, lucky you. I'm saying lucky. I don't want a swinger. But stop. <laughs> stop it. 
I'm going to mute your mic. Two women, Nancy Drew. Two uh, women. Uh, you know, it's good. It probably looks better on paper. Yeah, on paper. Uh huh. On paper and on social media, it's mm-hmm. not a good idea, man. Don't do it. I mean, you got that opportunity. Nothing beats a failure but a try, though. But I would really strongly, strongly advise against that. <laughs> this is the Daring America show, man. The United States Champion of Justice, facing America's issues, one state at a time. Rest in paradise, Tim Bradley. God bless you. I love you. I'm done. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.